Today's chat is brought to you by, well, all of your support. Through the patronage you provide the Focus Fire chat team through Podbean's crowdfunding, we are able to provide you with the weekly podcast as well as the website and other aspects of Focus Fire chat. If you have any interest in becoming a patron of the FFC, please be sure to visit our website and click on the support link. Even a single dollar helps. And for those of you who are already patrons, thank you again for your generosity. You may have heard the whispers of guardians gathering in the shadows, exploring the mysteries of this world and the worlds which surround us. We are all in search of truth. Sometimes we need to focus that search, focus that fire. And so we come together. Join us. Join the discussion. Welcome to Focused Fire Chat. Welcome to Focus Fire Chat, recorded live on November 1st, 2019, over on twitch.tv slash focusfirechat. As always, I want to give a big shout out to our live chat with us tonight. Thank you so much for joining us once again. This week's episodes are going to be focused around exploring the extra lore topic for October, No Man's Sky. This particular episode will serve as what we have come to call the intro session of the week's exploration. Before we go any further, however, let's run through a quick introduction of who all we have with us on the show. As always, this is your host, Blue Crew 86. And this is your frumpy, frozen pumpkin from Colorado, Green Eyed Music Lover. <laughs> See Wednesday's episode on Top 3 to understand the reference. Or frumpy Eminem. Is that. Yeah. Was that the. Was the Eminem first and then the pumpkin? No, pumpkin was first. Pumpkin, pumpkin was definitely so first. Pumpkin devolves into a frumpy Eminem. It's good mm-hmm. to know. They were it's both pretty frumpy. I think basically my mother took the, the pattern of a garbage bag and just made fabric fit that same pattern and then tied it on me. Just saying. And then stuffed it full of like more plastic bags. So it was misshapen. And then put a smiley face on the front. Oh, and, and yeah, you gotta, you gotta have the smiley face on the front, right? Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Oh man. Uh well and like as as with most of the kind of the the extra lores, we don't really we usually don't have a guest unless there's someone who is really, really strong on the topic and is really eager. Uh and No Man's Sky is like a weird it's a weird game, right? It's it's uh I find it kind of in I find it kind of intriguing because it's actually in this particular vein very similar to what Vanilla Destiny was kind of like. Um, really? Yeah, because it's got it's got a pretty big story. Like No Man's Sky has a really kind of actually cool little story going on that that encompasses and explains everything that happens in the game. Um, okay. And the same with like Vanilla Destiny. There was a big story going on, but the game at first blush didn't seem to have much going on. Like you had to dig to get into it. Um, Mm -hmm. I mean, it's the same, it's the same as like any really big RPGs. Like there's, there's like the, the surface story and then there's like the, the campaign story that's going on. Um, No Man's Sky admittedly 
let's see, I didn't start playing No Man's Sky until it came out, <coughs> excuse me, came out on the Xbox. Um, and I don't think Green, you've you've haven't played it at all, right? I've not played it at all. I've watched people play it. I think I watched Broman and Gathalion play it for a little while before mm-hmm. I went. Eh. Right, right, be- okay. Yeah, it's an acquired taste. It's it's a hundred percent an acquired taste. I get um, that. I get that. Uh, I absolutely love it because it's a game that I can just. I haven't. I haven't been feeling it recently, so I haven't been playing it. But when I played it a lot, what it was was it was very similar to Minecraft. Uh, mm-hmm. it, it's uh, it's a game you can just jump into, and it's designed to allow you to lose yourself in it. Like it it's completely open world um so there's there's really nothing and and before it was the next update i believe let me make sure i'm remembering this one right um the area the atlas rises uh was basically which was the 15th update um and then the update 1.3 was the big push for a can like an actual story so up until that one uh there really wasn't even the story that we're going to be talking about so like when it first came out it it was originally uh released on the playstation 4 and the pc back in 2016 uh august mm-hmm. 2016 and um when it was originally released it did not have much as far as the campaign goes, the, the the ideas that we'll be discussing were there, but they weren't okay. they weren't um, cleanly presented to players. Uh, when it launched in 2018 on the Xbox is when I kind of got involved with it, and by that time they had had they have in the same vein as Destiny has the continuum, and that's mostly the online games. But it's that those continuous updates. Uh, we're on for No Man's Sky. We are currently on the fifteenth update. I or no the twenty uh, fifth update. I think so update two point one five was the one that it literally rolled out two days ago. Um, okay, and it was basically the um, the big thing was it fixed a bunch of bugs, and then also it was. A presentation of a new aspect of campaign stories regarding some forces being leaking into the universe, uh, which we'll we'll kind of come back to later. Because it again, the 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 whole story of No Man's Sky is very meta. It's very very much a explanation of everything that happens in the game as it is like as a game like that's that's kind of the thing with no man's sky and, and we'll kind of get there um so just it's kind of a it's just to me it's a really interesting way that they did the explanation for for really everything like even the introduction of the multiplayer uh component is explained mm-hmm. in the story uh when okay. they when they released the patch that opened up multiplayer for no man's sky um that was explained as part of the development of the story that was actually a procedurally uh, evolving component within the universe that the travelers, uh, which is what you play as as a traveler, uh, the travelers gained an ability to actually cross universes and and interact with other travelers. That was in lore within No Man's Sky, actually a component of uh, 
the game's universe developing and it's explained by being something that the atlas actually performed on the universe so okay. it's it's again it's like this this thing that this new feature like all the new features that keep getting rolled out um that's explained in the game as being a upgrade that is provided to the universe via the atlas or you know or it's a con- or it's a um uh, an after effect of something that the travelers have done to the universe or their their paths have have unlocked a new feature basically so it's just it's 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 again just like a really kind of creative way to explain this ever evolving universe without actually breaking the fourth wall because there is no fourth wall that that's the fun kind of little tidbit in no man's sky that's very um, meta Oh yeah, no, you know, no. I mean, I'm not, I'm, I'm not joking. It, it is extremely a very heavy meta storyline, uh, mm-hmm. which is actually why I kind of really like it. Is it, it kind of just, it's like, yeah, we're a game, and it's just that's that's kind of the underlying thing is we're a game. Here's the explanation. Um, so there's actually how immersive is it as far as losing yourself in the game like when you're playing it do you get the uh, same kind of immersive aspects as you do when you're playing skyrim yeah i do really um, mm-hmm. yeah well because like so again it's it's open world so there's no like same with like um so there's no like there's no this is the downside to it as well uh, similar mm-hmm. with like Minecraft, uh, there is no guidance really. Um, it's really like for me, what I find really cool about it is um, the way that it's presented is you, you know, you wake up and you're like, I don't remember anything, but your suit does. Mm-hmm. Your suit has like some residual memories of what's going on. Uh, basically, it explains like, you know, the the basic tutorial of like, move this way, look this way, you know, blah, blah, blah. Um, but then after that, it's like <clears throat> your first task is basically, hey, your ship is here. Uh, you need to fix it. Go. Okay. And you just you learn through trial by error. Like that's that's to me was like the coolest component of it. Like there there's tons of guides online. There's tons of, you know, communities. The community for it is really, really awesome. Uh, they have... And same as like a Minecraft community, like they have the recipes, they have like, you know, what does this do? What, what updates, you know, they'll, they'll go through the each update patch notes and break it down and be like, okay, this is what, if you play this style, uh, this is what you need to focus on. If you play this style, this is what you need to focus on. Uh, the mm-hmm. introduction of multiplayer has also introduced the concept of actually trade. So now it's even more divergent in the sense that like you have people who focus on uh, uh, space flight. You, you know, you have your, your pirates, your, your trades, your uh, merchants. And there are people who focus their entire gameplay on, you know, focusing on building up that particular component of their character. Um so you can like you know you can upgrade your equipment to better synergize with the play style uh mm-hmm. like for me my play style is i just kind of explore um that's just what i do I, i'll land on a random planet and i will spend just hours just wandering the planet um a lot of people 
if if they don't like that, uh, the nice thing is is that you don't have to. You can land on a planet and you can get the credit for discovery. Uh, there's so there's like different ways to unlock different um, credits, basically. Uh, and each planet basically has a is has a unique ecosystem and geography, but it's not. It's like it's unique to the planet, but it's also not like, in like it's not. It, it's it's not realistic in the sense that there is something that you can discover forever. Um, mm-hmm. like, but, but that being said, if you land on a planet and you start walking, it's the actual size of a planet. So like your character in game, you can spend months actually walking around a planet, um, because it's actually in, in, in ratio to stuff, it's actually two size, which is just, to me, it's just mind boggling how they've done all this. Um, now that being said, the, the wildlife, the flora and the flana on that planet is not to scale. Uh, there's only like, okay. it's like, I think, I think the upwards of it is, I think I've discovered a planet with, uh, f- seven to 10 different creatures. F- uh, the plants, the plants tend to be, I haven't actually maxed out plants and I've gotten plants, planets that have like 25 plants. Um, mm-hmm. they, they, as they go through different development cycles and add different features. Uh, so like one of the big features recently was the ability to explore underwater. Uh, up until recently, that was kind of, you could go in the water, you could swim, um, but it was very limited on what you could do. Okay. And, and now in, uh, it was one of the, re- it was like, I think it was an update like six or eight months ago. Uh, they actually allowed you to start constructing underwater bases um, and so just in the same way as like Minecraft, you can construct these bases, you can do all sorts of, I mean, if you go on the, uh, the official No Man's Sky website, they showcase different community members and like, they're just like insane base building. Uh, mm-hmm. and there's just some, I, it just like, it boggles my mind, the talent of some of these, these people who they're, they're like forgers, like, you know, it's like Halo Forge, uh, mm-hmm. map, map creators, um, and with the PC, obviously, you have you have a little bit more uh, fine motor control with the mouse and keyboard than you do necessarily on the console. Um, so there's, but there are, there are some just amazing creations, and it's it's one of those things where, understandably, when it first came out, uh, like back in 2016, uh, 2017 ish, it was very rough uh, because of the procedurally generated components. There were some very unique and interesting discoveries being made uh i i've never been disappointed with it um because i kind of i i was following no man's sky before it came out and i was really excited because it's pretty much exactly the game i like playing it's it was a solo play game um it was random it was like it's just it's just that's what i like doing uh, so when all these came out, uh, a lot of people were kind of upset because they viewed it as they were being promised something that they weren't, but they had misunderstood what was still going to be released. Um, mm-hmm. I never, I never had that. I never had that negative response because I was like, no, this is exactly what I want. Like, this is, this is awesome. I can't wait for it to get to Xbox. Um, and then when it finally did come to Xbox in 2018, we also like as it rolled out for Xbox, 
it was also rolled out with uh, what the updates called Next, and that was the update that just completely overhauled pretty much everything. Uh, it made it much smoother. It made it much more presentable. It made it much more user friendly, and it also introduced the concept of a basic campaign um, or an explanation of what's going on, a more overt explanation. But um, so, like when I got into it with Xbox, uh, we we got the we got the benefit of all these upgrades that had taken two years to kind of you know fine tune. Yeah. Um. So obviously, my my first experience actually playing it, I had watched it uh, on on different uh, streams. It was one of, it was one of the few games that I've actually watched a a live stream of. I don't usually watch live streams of games because usually I don't. I, I just don't have, I don't, I'm not a big fan of that. Um, but this was actually a game that I actually did sit down for a couple hours and watched a couple people stream. Um, but uh, when I finally got a hold of it and I got to dive into it, I had, I had it post the next update. So my experience was obviously tinted from that as well, which uh, I remember when it came to Xbox a lot of people jumped back into it because of the next update. Um, and a lot of people who were formerly upset with No Man's Sky came back and are, and are still playing No Man's Sky because of that update. That update did fix quite a bit. Um, and then mm-hmm. the update that just happened fairly recent, not not the most recent one, um, but the Atlas Rises was the update update 1.3 is what's called atlas rises and atlas rises update was the 15th update and that was the one that was it re it did a rehaul of the existing story arc uh which we'll refer we'll talk about probably more in the advanced session um but basically the the storylines are are called paths you have you have the choice of two or three paths. Um, there's the primary path that explains everything, and it's actually the storyline. And then there's there's a couple secondary paths that you can choose to follow uh, that okay. basically are um, are supplementary. Like they 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 give flavor to the the the, the situation that you are in as the last traveler, um, but they're not they're not necessary to understand what's going on in the the primary path which is so the primary path is called the artemis path you also have the atlas path and i want to say it's like the deep deep dreams path i think is the other one um can't remember what that last one was the last the the other one is like a really really brief one that's more of a quest than a path but um so yeah, like the next update, which was update 1.5, was just like, so you had Atlas Rises, which is 1.3, that introduced the rehaul and the paths, uh, the introduction of the paths and the formalization of the paths. Then the okay. next update, which was update 1.5, was the 23rd update. So I mean, like you went from the 15th to the 23rd update, um, and the next update was the one that was released on the Xbox. That update, which is 1.5, completely took all the stuff that was already in the game, rehauled it to make it more efficient, make it more presentable, like I was saying, and also mm-hmm. made the paths more um, 
they they actually gave a UI system that was like, hey, this is hey, this is the next step. Like it wasn't annoying. It's not annoying, but it's like if you want to follow the path uh, prior to one point five, my understanding was it was kind of difficult to figure out what you were supposed to do. Um, okay, they actually embedded it inside the HUD of the of the ui that you're experiencing and so it was just a it was a user experience it was a ux update that really actually did a lot because then you all of a sudden were like oh okay i need to go do x because that's the next step in this quest instead of being like i don't know what i'm supposed to do um Mm -hmm. but yeah i and i know we're like 20 minutes in so let me let me take a breather real quick we'll run through the standard housekeeping notes and then i'm going to come right back and dive into it real quick for that last week we discussed inquisition of the damned if you're enjoying the show please be sure to let us know by giving us a shout over on twitter leaving a comment on podbean or sending us a quick email at focusfirechat at gmail.com Reviews or comments on where we can improve are always welcome. They let us know what we can do better to create a more enjoyable experience for everyone. To all who have sent feedback or left us a review, thank you. As many of you are aware, Focus Fire Chat is a community in which we offer the chance to dive into lore from within various titles and mediums, with a special focus on the Destiny universe. Every Friday at about 10pm Central, the podcast team gets together to stream a summary of the chosen topic for that week. The hope for this is to help encourage dives into aspects of game lore within both our Discord server and within the other communities we share the digital world with. If you're a fan of lore in all its various forms, be sure to also check out thelorenetwork.com, a central hub for content that covers a wide variety of different titles and mediums. Our full show notes for each week's topic will be posted there, so for any of the additional information or guest details, be sure to check the site out. Next week's topic is going to be a discussion on the capabilities of light. That being said, however, we still want to hear your thoughts about this week's topic. Be sure to weigh in over on Discord, and don't be shy in tagging any of the team in the conversation. We can't wait to read what your thoughts are. But for now, let's get back to the show. But, um, so, I know, like I, like I said before we started recording, Green, um, I think this was kind of the conversation I wanted to have in the intro, not so much as the dive into the lore, because I can summarize the the story in No Man's Sky. I can it's it's both expansive but simple at the same time, okay. which is which is why I kind of I like it because you you there's a lot of there's a lot of space for the player to inject themselves into the feet of the character that they're playing. Um. And one of the things I I haven't I haven't really paid like I said I I don't really watch uh, live streaming or anything, but No Man's Sky to me one of the things that when I started playing the very first thing that it just struck me as a potential for someone who really wanted to go with this game and like you know if you really wanted to double down and just do like content creation for this game this is mm-hmm. a game that would 100% allow someone to make a story driven game in and of themselves like you could you could play this game and you could legitimately within the the existing universe play it as an explorer who is trying to figure out what in the hell is going on you could have like you know a running log like every time you log into stream like this is like in my head like if i was to do something with no man's sky from a content creation 
you could play the game and as you're playing the game you could be a running narrative of what you're doing and why you're doing it and you could be telling a story of what your character is doing in real time trying to figure out what's going on with the atlas and what's going on with no man's skies universe um and that would be completely congruent with how the actual game is played and i don't know if anyone out there is doing it but this is one of the games that the presentation of that is so ingrained i think it's just i think it's awesome and i i really like i i'll be honest i've actually played around with the idea of doing that i just don't have the time to um Mm -hmm. but this would be like you know like i've always kind of with with skyrim and with oblivion i know that there's a lot of people out there who who do that with those rpgs no man's sky it really it really does have the foundation to do exactly that I mean, it, it just, it does like it, it's a completely blank slate as far as you hooking hooking yourself into the story. I mean, you can, you inject yourself into the story. Like the actual story deals with your, your coming to understand, um, what's happening and what is, Mm -hmm. what is going on, what the Atlas is and, and the, the significance of the Atlas. Um, it's also, you know, educating yourself slightly about the, uh, the existence of the travelers and the um, concept of what exactly the travelers are actually doing um, or not doing as the case may be um, and what the pl- what the what the part is that this whole universe is playing in the whole arc the whole overarching logic of the atlas um, you have also different species and different factions and different i mean like i mean it's just it's immense it is a literally procedurally generated system and now with the multiplayer components you have access to other galaxies so your like your galaxy in and of itself i seem to remember like i'm trying to remember the number it was just an astronomical number of like the the number of planets that have been generated for this game is just ridiculous like it's in the quotillions like it's Does just it... okay so here's a question procedurally then mm-hmm. if each planet is being procedurally made is it all saved on the server like are they because no. of the multiplayer so that's that's, that's the thing that's well with a multiplayer component so like they this is this is like a really fascinating this is actually one of the things that originally interested me in no man's sky i actually wasn't interested in no man's sky from a gameplay standpoint until i saw it um what actually interested me initially in no man's sky was exactly what you're asking like the hard drive like the hard drive that is respected or the hardware that is required to Mm -hmm. do this um and this was back like in 2015 2016 when uh, i think it was sean murray uh was like introducing this idea and he was like you know it was very vague very you know like this is kind of what we're doing and even back then it was kind of like yeah okay sure sure you Mm -hmm. are you know whatever and then like he actually kind of took a step back and there was a series of youtube videos that he did that they actually said um they actually showed the the act like they, they were very transparent and this is what's generated um it's basically harnessing 
a lot of the strengths and the the abilities of cloud computing uh, and and like it's not quantum computing, but it's like the concept of the 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 hard or the hardware less computing component or the computer capabilities of a cloud server um, to allow for the generation of a procedurally created galaxy that is roughly to scale like the Mm -hmm. whole universe of all of these galaxies combined um is actually like the the time that it would take to travel from whatever arm of the uh, whatever arm of the universe that you're created into the center of the universe which is the ultimate goal is to reach the center the actual time that is like you know it would take normally if you didn't have hyperspeed or or the the hyperdrives is realistically like is too par like it and that's that's the thing is like like i remember sitting down and reading one of the initial articles and my brain could like i remember having to sit back and be like okay hang on like i'm gonna need a minute because i need to process what exactly i just read because what they did was they basically folded the processing in and on it in and of itself in on itself to allow for the processing to continue and mm-hmm. they did it in a just like ingenious way of allowing it to randomize like it randomly creates these things um and that's where the kind of the cool thing is is like and and basically in layman's terms from what i can recall because it's been a hot minute since i've read these articles um from what i can recall it doesn't it it doesn't like create them until obviously you're like exploring right so it's okay. it's creating as you're exploring but the mm-hmm. possibilities so it's not it's not that it's created this entire universe and it's just sitting there waiting to be explored mm-hmm. it's actually it's actively creating as you explore um okay but it's so also if you if you turn around and go back you can you go back to the exact same planet yes yes so it's okay. caching so it's like it's it's caching as you explore so as you as you explore more you know, like my game takes a little bit longer to upload uh, than maybe someone who just flies around, you know, mm-hmm. because I've actually got uh, I've actually developed, you know, different paths on, you know, qu- like a hundred different worlds, whereas some people would only they would land, you know, a lot of times what uh, a lot of earlier players would do is they land on the planet, which gives you the credit for discovering the planet. They would they would get the prompt, you know, you have a prompt if you wanted to to name the planet or whatever um you would have you have a a, a, like basically the multi-tool thing uh and you run around and you identify the different flora and the fauna as you identify different flora and fauna once you've identified it has like a counter ticker and it's like you you have 15 creatures to discover on this planet cool so you go around you know what you're you know you have a checklist you're like pop 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 pop. i got 15 creatures you of course have the option to name them which is really cool like you you can name whatever you want the awesome part and this is where i really got started kind of getting excited with the exploring component is um in the game you have the you so you you have all these things that you've you've discovered and that's that's local to your experience like your game alone However, as soon as you connect to, I can't remember what it's called, but it's basically the, the, the Atlas net, if you will, the world net, um, and you upload your discoveries, not only do you then get paid uh, and you get credit 
monetary credit for your discovery. So you're encouraged to explore. You're encouraged okay. to discover. Um, not only that, those that information actually gets stored on the game servers. So then, now that they've introduced the multiplayer component, if someone were to hop into your galaxy and they find a planet that you've already discovered and you've already named and you've already you know developed different things on, they will see that information on their HUD. Really? So any yeah yeah this is that's where the fun part is is like that's what's so cool is it's actually there's there's a um there's a uh it's it's a it's a map really of the no man's sky universe and mm-hmm. there is as as people get more and more discoveries it gets uploaded to this map and so you can see all these different development things as they get built uh it's a really cool community project that also showcases again it showcases all the bases that are being built in different galaxies um because people can you know if they have a galaxy you have what's called glyphs and the glyphs are how um after you reach the center you have it unlocks access to what's called the portal network which we'll get into in the advanced session but once you identify your glyph uh address that's your home galaxy and okay. you can register that galaxy on this this map. And once you register it on the map, it gets identified as, you know, not necessarily belonging to you, but your information from that galaxy gets uploaded. And so you, then you can showcase like bases that you've built on it and you can do all, all sorts of really cool stuff. And it and it's like, again, it's a it's a t- like it's basically a to scale map of this universe and it's constantly getting updated. It's really cool to see the development of different components and different like character bases. Um, and again, now with multiplayer being introduced, you have this this even more diverse uh, path option of people who are much more now much more heavily involved in like the trading component like you because you can you can trade with other players on top of the npcs that you already could you know there was already logic there because uh, you could trade materials you could trade ships you could trade um, uh, different tasks and quests and stuff like that would depend on your your faction loyalty of whatever um mm-hmm. But now, like there was, there was a component behind the marketplace uh, logic that you could actually ebb and flow based off supply and demand uh, with the NPCs. So, like if I, like I had, I my RNG uh, carried over into No Man's Sky, uh, which Potato came into my galaxy and realized. Um, oh no. And well, it was so funny because like I I'll talk to people and they're like, oh, I can't I can't find this one thing. I'm like, I have an entire planet made out of it. Like, you can just come into my here's the galaxy address and and like potato. I remember it was one of the times that we we literally spent two hours just harvesting, uh, uh, pluton. No, it wasn't plutonium. It was it was something that we needed for har- uh hyperdrives. Uh, to create hyperdrive fuel and it was something that he couldn't find in his home galaxy so he poured it over into mine and we literally spent just hours just flying around because i had i have asteroid fields everywhere in my in my system and these asteroid fields are just like it's basically solid gold silver and i want to say it's plutonium but i don't know if that's the correct term it's been like i said it's been a little while since i've played it um but yeah, it was like I mean, like we literally just just flew around and like he 
after two hours, he was like, I can't carry anything more, but this is all I need. <laughs> so like, I mean, but, but that's the other cool thing is like, so in my, in my instance, when I go to the marketplace, the, the, the internet marketplace, basically, um, my merchants, my NPC merchants don't, they, they have different prices for the, the components than if I went into like pins or it would be like uh, potatoes, like their, their marketplaces are going to be a little bit different because their supply and demand is obviously vastly different. And right. so the game, the game is like, it's just like, oh, it's, it's, it's just so self-sustaining cool. marketplace yes. or like and then, self, self-maintaining marketing right. market. And it's, it's constantly ebbing and flowing. And then, and then, and then on top of that, they've added players into it. So now you can actually have a marketplace that the players themselves are investing in and kind of in like influencing as well. So it's really kind of the, that, that component has really taken off from what I've seen um, mm-hmm. with the, again, with the opening of the gates between the the instances and allowing people to actually, you know, trade and play with each other, which it, it was also really cool. Like I was, I, I remember I was, I was in the middle of getting my butt handed to me by a dog fight because there were pirates. There's NPC pirates. And I, I'm a car, like I said, I'm going to, I focus on exploring and I basically have cargo ships. So that's what I kind of run and I was just like, I was like, I can't get away from you. Leave me alone. And all of a sudden, Potato jumped into my galaxy and he actually took out the the ship that was attacking me. And I hadn't, I didn't know that he was jumping in. So I was like, mm-hmm. okay, that's a weird NPC person that's kind of uh, saving helpful. you. And then Potato's <laughs> like, oh, hey, what's up? We're going to go land on this plane. I was like, what? I was like, and, and it's, it's again, it's just again that. You know, growing up for me, that that seamless transition into multiplayer is just No Man's Sky really did a good job with that component because I can be playing my I can be playing the game. And if I have my game, like you can obviously set it to, you know, open or close or whatever, just like Minecraft, you can you can do that. But if I have it set to just friends or whatever, they can jump into my galaxy and it doesn't stutter step my gameplay. Like that's interesting. Like I, we, we actually did that. Uh, I was, uh, one of the other sessions I was playing, I think pens might've done it. I don't know if pens ever jumped in with us. I can't remember. I know we've talked about it, but like I was in one galaxy. like, so you have, uh, you have different solar systems within your galaxy. Uh, and I was mm-hmm. in one solar system. Uh, the solar system I was in didn't have a portal active cause I hadn't found it yet. And the other solar system where my main portal was active was like on the opposite side of the galaxy. Uh, so when Potato jumped in, he was in that system, which was, you know, completely on the opposite side from where I was. But he's in my instance playing on one of the planets that, you know, we had I had discovered way back when. Mm-hmm. And as I'm playing on another system. Like I've, I, we've, we've, and we're, we're chatting and I'm like, yeah, I'm like, are you in here? And he's like, yeah, I can, you know, and like that was, they, we were basically playing two separate games, but we were playing in the same instance, which to me is just like, I just find that amazingly cool. Um, and again, you know, I will be transparent. No Man's Sky is a hundred percent an acquired taste. Like I'm not saying this game is for everyone because it is most definitely not. But as the 
as the developer Hello Games kind of comes out with more and more of these things, <clears throat> they they are really focusing on building up those ecosystems. And they they've always said like there's like these four core pillars, which is explore, mm-hmm. fight, trade, and survive. Uh, mm-hmm. So like, and the trading and the fighting have been the most recent ones. Um, exploring and survival they that was more of like in my experience was the next update with a 1.5 update um and i know i think the 2.15 which was the one that was two days ago uh is exploring um is another they're 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 doubling down on the end game after you've after you've reached the center for the first time um that so I remember it was like a real big deal for somebody to even get to the center yes, for a real it, long time. Like that well, was a, and it, again, it was, it's okay. So again, it's because there's no directions. Like there's no direct, I, the cool, the other really cool thing about no man's sky is like, you have three alien species. You have the Gek, mm-hmm. the Vakine, And then I always cannot for, I can never remember the other one. Hang on. Uh, Corvax. Uh, and technically, you have a fourth one, the Sentinels, um, and then you have the Travelers. The Travelers, really, I don't count because they're kind of extra species, or they're they're extra galaxy creatures. Um, but so, like, and each one of those races, though, has its own history, culture, language, and you know, drives, desires, plans, whatever. Here's the fun thing. You don't know any of that at the beginning. Oh, you gosh. have to you have to learn the language for each of those species word by word. You do Ooh. that. Oh no, and see like to me it's so cool because it's okay. It's so, like that component is so realistic. It is such right. an interesting thing because you're dealing with them like you you like you'll go to a trade post and like you know you're, there's a uh, there's a Viking trader who has something you need. You have to have unlocked a number of like the language you 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 have a language barrier. It's a literal language barrier that you have to overcome with these right. creatures. Um, and you can you can barter, you can bribe, you can you know. And if you bribe with the wrong thing, it actually hurts your relationship with them. So you have to okay. understand, like, a, a Vakin won't want this component, but a Gek would love that. And, like, you can really piss off a Gek if you give them this, but if you give a Vakin the same item, they really respect you. It sounds slightly like Mass Effect in some respects. Yeah, yeah I, the, I, th- I never played Mass Effect, so I don't really know. Like, um, just the ability to alter like mm-hmm. the, the yeah, amount of relationship the social, the social, relation, yeah that the social and the social constructs aspects of it and so yeah chat chat's talking um the there are there are well and see that's the other fun thing is like even within the species different creatures have different attitudes okay so like one vikine could be a criminal he doesn't have a problem with bribing but the other one is a military officer if you try to bribe him, you might actually get put on a wanted list. Like, and and the thing is, is like you you don't like you you start picking up on the nuances. Like you start like getting to a degree where you can you can kind of tell what's going on. But mm-hmm. like, it's so funny reading the 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 um, subtitles because it's like 
<laughs> I'm trying to remember one of the funny ones was like, you're pretty sure he wants to eat your face. Like it was like it's like kind oh, of that tongue in cheek kind of thing, um, but it's also kind of like no, I mean like I can totally see like because it's like wah, 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 and it's like I don't know what's going on. He sounds really angry. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I I I love that component of it because like you load you load in, and at first like when you first load in, um, it's really just you know learning the basics, learning to figure out okay, this is how I craft stuff. This is what needs to be made. Blah blah blah. You can do like experimenting of different like materials and components. You can build different stuff, and then you like you find your way to a trade. You finally find your way to a trade post. You know, whatever. And you might have discovered at that point there's these things like there's like basically monolith stones that if you mm-hmm. uh, if you encounter them and you activate them, they're atlas stones. Uh, you um, <clears throat> you activate them and they're like they teach you the word for blood in Vakine. And You're like, what the? Okay, cool. That's, Why do they know yeah. it? Yeah. Well, well, and it, that gets explained too in the later thing, but like. They're like, what? Okay. But there's no explanation of like why it teaches you this word. Like, and it's a completely random word. Like I've had adjectives and I've had proper nouns. I'm like, I, there's no rhyme or reason I've found to the words that gets thing. But, but like, so like, as you're doing this, you're like, okay, whatever. You get to your first trading post and it's like, usually, and it depends again on where, what type of galaxy you've been generated into. But like, mm-hmm. it's usually going to be either Vakine or Gek, I think, are the two that I've noticed predominantly. But but you walk up to your first like aliens thing and it's just like gibberish except for the one word that you found out and you're like what oh no <laughs> it's just oh my gosh it's so fun like I just remember my like when it first happened I was like oh no <laughs> oh god uh but I mean but again that's what I love is like the games that just make it easy to just like slide into the immersion of it. And then they came out with like the VR stuff. Uh, so it, it plays, it plays apparently really nice on the VR uh, headsets, um, which again, you know, it's already like super immersive in my opinion. So I'm like, Oh God, that just does not need to, mm-hmm. that I, I don't need help with immersing myself. So if I put it on a VR headset, I'd be like, all right, well see you guys in three years. I'm not going anywhere. How many hours would you say you've put into this game already? Uh, not as many as you would expect. Uh, mostly because m- I started playing No Man's Sky right as my schedule started dwindling on free time. Um, and it was a contending with Destiny. So, like, I was... I, Destiny, I've, I've put more emphasis on trying to stay up to speed on Destiny events. Um, um but... I would say like 40 to 60 hours. Okay. It's not, it's not like to me, to me, like my game habits, that's really small. Um, Mm -hmm. Because I, again, as a person who plays solo RPGs, you're talking to someone who dumped 3000 hours into fallout three. You know, I think my elder scrolls hours total is like 8,000. Like I, when I get immersed in a game, I get immersed in the game. Um, so like it's not like to me it's it's worth I think I got it on a I got it pretty cheap. I got my copy of No Man's Sky for like twenty bucks, thirty bucks. Right. Um for so for, for from a cost analysis standpoint, I was like, that's a 
done. Like as soon as we try, as soon as we crossed the 10 hour mark, I was, we're good. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, no, it's, uh, I have not played it as much as I probably would like to. Um, again, just simply because schedule, I know myself well enough that if I turned on no man's sky, I wouldn't turn it off for like eight hours and yeah, I have to do this thing called that. sleep. Um, and so it's similar, it's similar for like when people are like, why haven't you started playing uh, world of Warcraft? It's like, because I would get killed. Like I would get killed by so many people in reality because that's my personality. I get sucked into stuff. Um, but yeah, I, I know like, and again, it's, it's one of those things where it's like, it's a game that. It's nice, though, because I can turn on my my instance of No Man's Sky and pick up right where I left off, even though I haven't played it in months because of my, my personal schedule. Um, you know, it, it's just it's easy to step into and step out of, whereas some games you're right. like, oh, geez, now I have to wait for, you know, I have to understand these new updates, blah, blah, blah. Some of the updates, it it is that way. Like when they introduced the underwater exploration, I remember I was like, oh, this is new like because i mm-hmm. i was like i don't remember what i was doing i was running from something and i was like i'm gonna jump in the lake because that seems like a good idea and i jump in the body of water and i was like oh there are creatures in this now that's unfortunate <laughs> it's like i was not expecting this <laughs> did you get like eaten or something no right no away, i did not right away but i was like i remember i jumped in and i was like i'm gonna get away from you I can't remember what it was chasing me or what, but I was like, you can't get me in the water. And I like, I jumped in the water and I turned around and there was like a giant, like weird wonky squid looking thing. And I'm like, huh? Well, it's not a bear. So that's good. And, but like, or a troll, but I'm like, but I was not expecting something in like, normally it's like little fish. (laughs) It's like this right. thing's like the size of my ship. I was like, okay, well, we're gonna go the other way now. Oh Gosh. man, man. Okay, but I mean, but that's also that's kind of the fun of like the mm-hmm. game is like I never know what I'm gonna find. Like I, I'll, I'll do a lot of like I do a lot of um of mining, which is like I'll land on a planet and you know you walk around a little bit on the surface. You have to pay attention because like the the elements and the ecosystem and all that are all different on all these different planets. Um and you you like you can find ruins, you can find, you know, like city ruins. That's just like really cool stuff. But then you can also like you can also go underground. And so like there's some planets like uh that are ice planets and it's like first thing you do is you just you just dive underground because the temperature will go up as you get, you know, as you get out of the elements and Mm -hmm. like, and there are just like cave networks that are just amazing. And you, it's just like, it's just so cool. Like all the different things that like literally I'll be digging and I'll be going, 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 you know, just collecting material. And then I just accidentally open up in a cavern. That's just this massive cavern filled with all these different types of plants and, you know, fungus and stuff like that, that I have, you know, that I get credit for discovering on top of everything else. But then it's also just like this really cool experience of being like, what is this? Like, this is so cool. And, you know, just going and finding out what what I just basically stumbled into. You have discovered something no one else has discovered. Yeah, yes, yes. That's that's yeah. 
and it, it's legitimately that is the case. Like that's that's literally you are accurate. You, I mean, like there's there are like within the overall galaxy that you or the overall yeah galaxy that you are like your home galaxy. Um, there are consistent uh, base things like plants tend mm-hmm. to kind of tend to generally be shaped the same um regardless of which solar system i'm in and i'm like oh that's a blank 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 i still get credit for discovering it on the planet but i'm like yeah that's the what's who's that i already found and you scan it and you're like yep that i know that one or you know you, you start you start recognizing elements like different rocks and different um uh different uh chemical components and stuff like that like within your specific mm-hmm. stuff like that that is something that they do have a commonality through but like the creatures okay. are just hilariously like there's just some just, just some freaking amazing combinations <laughs> some that don't make any sense at all and and like the screenshots that i've gotten um are hilarious the screenshots that are like on the reddit for no man's sky there's some just just uh priceless priceless screenshots of just a, it's a procedurally generated universe <laughs> oh god <laughs> oh cool. well i can't wait to get into what you would consider the the story like besides the meta aspect of the story but like mm-hmm. summarizing the story that you've gotten into in the advanced episode the concept of no man's sky to me is just and this is this like you said it is not for everybody it is definitely something that to me comes across as a game that was meant to push the boundaries of the possible technology yes that is available and that's again that was actually what got me interested originally in no mm-hmm. man's sky was like when 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 i think i want to say it's sean murray or hello games is basically the developer uh it's an english developer uh really cool like they have they have they have a few games under their belt um i really got introduced to them because of no man's sky um Mm -hmm. but like when they first when they first introduced the idea of no man's sky back in like i remember i think it was like 2015 that i learned about it um or 2000 early 2016 late 2015 but when i first came across it i was like this is crazy like this isn't gonna work like whatever um and then and like i said i i kept i kept my ear open to it because it was like it was it was an interesting concept it was like you know whatever it's really kind of if they could pull it off it's gonna be cool and like as it got closer and closer to launch you know they kind of got more and more serious and they kind of got more and more transparent about no 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 this is this is actually the game engine that you know we're doing um mm-hmm. And like it was just from a from a hardware standpoint and from a software standpoint, like it was just this really fascinating component because like he they they were they were pushing the boundary of what was expected uh, and what was possible at the time. Um, right. And I would argue they still kind of are because they keep adding you know different stuff, but it was also there wasn't a lot of games that at that time that were kind of filling this particular void uh right now sadly like i said i was on xbox so they originally launched um they originally launched on playstation 4 uh and it was it was a really contentious thing because i remember reading it um i remember reading when they launched on playstation and i was like oh 
okay, well, you know, that was another reason that I was kind of lackluster about it. It's like, I'm not going to get my hopes up for a game I'm never going to play. Um, mm-hmm. Like, it looks awesome, but if it's a PS exclusive, or, which it wasn't, then it was like play, play um, computer. Um, but I was like, it's not coming to Xbox because, you know, whatever. But then it was like, I think it was like 2017, they made, like, Sean made a comment in an interview. It was a very small comment, but everyone was like, wait, what? Like it was, it was like this, like, it was just basically a comment like, yeah, you know, when we, when we look at other consoles and blah, 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 or other, other systems and blah, 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 like didn't, didn't reiterate, didn't focus on it, like just made it and kept moving. But everyone was like, hang on. Does that mean, does, does that, that mean, mean Xbox, does that mean Xbox is going to get it? And so that's when I really started being like, wait, what? Like this means that we might actually get it. Um, and then they came out like I think it was a couple months following that they basically were like, yeah, Xbox is getting it in you know in 2018. We're gonna give it to you, um, which I was just like, yes. And so I got it. I got it on pretty close to launch. If not, I don't think I got it. I don't think I got the day one version, but I got it pretty close to launch um, in July of 2018. Um, yes, I did because that was my birthday gift. Um, that's what it was. Ah. I was like, I, why is that so? But anyways, anyway, sorry. Um, but I got it, and I remember pulling it up and being like, "This is amazing! Like, this is exactly what I've been looking for for a game just to kind of just play and mm-hmm. not have like, there's no there. If you want to discover the story, you can discover the story. If you don't, if you just want to go mine stuff." You can go mine stuff. Like there's no there's no pressure at all. It's so amazing. It's like so awesome. It's just oh man, it was so fun. And then like you know over the past year, as they've rolled out all these different updates and all this stuff, it just it just to me it's been really worth it in my opinion. If you haven't, I mean, I would say again, you know, kind of trying to wrap up the intro session. Um, if you haven't given it a chance, I would say it's in a really good place in my mind. Um, at least it was when I played it last and I think I've, I played it a couple months ago. So I haven't, I haven't had a chance to play post 2.15, uh, which again was two days ago. Um, mm-hmm. And I know that they fixed a ton of bugs with 2.15, um, but they're also expanding on the end game or the end game story. Uh, which mm-hmm. we'll kind of talk, we'll touch base on that for the advanced session just a little bit. Um, but I, I would say, you know, if you can get a cheap version or I, I don't know if it's in game pass for Xbox or not, but I would definitely give it a try. Give it a, sh- give it a shot. Nice. 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 Well, should we wrap up a bit? Yeah. Let's wrap up the intro because then with the mm-hmm. advanced session, we can, we can, uh, talk about the actual story yay i am super curious about this mainly <laughs> because i can't believe it um and i and i'm ready for you to be like nope this is what it is and it's yeah. just like destiny one it i mean it really like yeah i mean i got i got like i said i got the same feeling that i got when i first started playing destiny um when i first started playing no man's sky uh it was it was a very very similar feel like i was like there is a lot going on that i have like it, it's like when you're a kid and your parents are talking about stuff and you're in the room and you know it's an important discussion 
but you have no idea what's being talked about. Like, you don't know what's going on. You're like, mm-hmm. something important's happening. I don't know what the hell's going on, but something important's happening. It is, yeah, it's like, I don't know. Happening. I don't know what it is. Yeah, that's exactly the feeling that I get when I play No Man's Sky. It's like, there's something going on. I have no idea what's happening, but there's something. Something's happening. There's, there's something there. But yeah, oh, cool. so uh, yeah, shout outs real quick though. Uh, Green, why don't you shout shout out to the uh, illustrious? I don't even know how to describe him at this point. The Peter Pan of my heart, <laughs> Robin Hood. Who makes Robin Hood? Whatever the man in tights, the man in tights, the ever elusive Justin Sane. Oh five one six. The voice of a flower. Who, voice of a flower who made a guest appearance on top three. You are my heart, sir. Oh. Your turn. Um. Yeah, just I mean, just, I mean, obviously a big shout out to Hello Games uh, for mm-hmm. for giving us the, the the title that we're talking about tonight. Um, but yeah, just really a big shout out to Justin uh, again for for finding some time in his schedule i know his schedule is just in it's even worse than mine uh as far as like availability so i really appreciate him kind of taking some time and coming and breaking chat with his hilariousness as he always does and us and us gosh it's as much of number the number three costume Mm -hmm. was just that i'm still like I'm still stunned that that was number three and not number one i you know i'm yeah yeah i mean just yeah but, but yeah so yeah be sure to listen on wednesday when that drops oh my, gosh. oh my gosh it was great um but yeah so with all that being said we will see you guys later and until next time goodbye with that we'll begin to wrap the chat up thank you again to those over on twitch for coming to spend your evening with us if you'd like to join us for the live streaming of the episodes please be sure to give us a follow over on twitch.tv slash chat links to all our episode archives can be found at www.thelorenetwork.com please be sure to email us at focusfirechat at gmail.com with any comments and or questions for the team concerning the podcast and let us know how we're doing by giving us some feedback and a rating over on itunes as well so until next time focus your fire and may your light shine bright